My favorite legal fiction is an Eruf Tafshilin, or you might pronounce it in Yiddish an Eruf Tafshilin. I don't know how different people pronounce it. Um, I'm actually going to put you on a gallery. Raise your hand if you have never heard of an Eruf Tafshilin. Thank you for being honest. Okay. Oh, this is great. Okay. A lot of people. Now raise your hand if you've heard the words but have no idea what it is. Like maybe seen it on a calendar. I remember you being like seeing it on the calendar I went to Associated, so they'd have like, you know, the Jewish calendar. No idea what it was. An Erev Tavshilin is the word um, that we use right now, comes into play right now because we have a situation where Yantif, Yom Tov, Chag, the holy days of the second days of, of Pesach, start what night? I'm going to put you louder. You guys can talk because I know some of you know the answer. Okay. Tomorrow night, right? So it's a holiday again tomorrow night. There's not going to be a Zoom minion. We welcome you in the room or live stream, depending on where you are. Um, and then what happens Friday night? It's Candle lighting. It's Yom Tov again, and it's Shabbat, right? There used to not be refrigerators back in the day, and there used to not be ovens that had timers back in the day, and there would be a problem of what do you do if Yom Tov is on Thursday night, how do you cook for Friday night? That is where Erev Tafshilin comes in. And so... Amazingly, there were not so many sources to look at, so I'm literally looking at page 78 in this book that explains it very well. So, if you have a moment, and it'll be new for you. Though traditional Jewish law severely limited the work one could do on Shabbat, it was more relaxed in regard to the festivals. For example, cooking on the festivals was permitted, even though cooking on Shabbat was not. Now, if you're seven-year-old Ariella and you live in my house and your parents were using the oven on Sunday, which was Yontiv, you got a lot of questions. Abba, how come you're cooking? Is it, it's Yontiv. And we explain, well, on Yontiv you can cook, but on Shabbat you can't. Very hard when everything else basically looks the same, meaning she can't watch YouTube videos. But even for the festival, this permission was limited. This is where it gets relevant. Cooking on the festivals was permitted only for that day itself. This limitation creates a problem. When a festival occurs on a Friday, one needs to prepare food for Shabbat. But in doing so, one is no longer focused on the festival itself. To emphasize the fact that Shabbat creates an exception in this regard, the rabbis created a ceremony in which we declare before Yontif begins, so tomorrow late afternoon, we declare before the festival begins that we are entering it with the declared intention that we will need to prepare on it for Shabbat. So an Erev Tavshilin enables us at some point tomorrow I'm sorry, on some point on Friday to actually cook for Friday night. The ceremony involves setting aside some food for Shabbat, cooked or baked goods before the Chag begins, just as one would have prepared special foodstuffs for the festival itself. And the ceremony is called Erev Tavshilin, Eruv Tavshilin, because one has surround, surrounded the festival with permission for food preparation. 
Just like an Eruv is the string that surrounds an area so you can carry on Shabbat or push a, a baby stroller, it's that same word, Eruv, Arov, to go around. This food set aside before the festival is then eaten on Shabbat, weaving the days together. To ensure that all would understand that Shabbat was an exception and that people would not assume that one could prepare on the festival for an ordinary weekday, the statement was recited in Aramaic, which was the common language at the time. The ceremony, this is the important part, while I, which is why I said, what's your favorite legal fiction at the beginning? The ceremony is only a symbolic act. And the ancient rabbis understood that a person could perform it in the name of one's neighbor or of all the Jewish residences of that area. So the SLT this afternoon had a, uh, not like a bad argument, but a difference of opinion. We have our own little WhatsApp group, and I reached out to Reb Steve, and I said, what's our minhag here? Do you do the Erev Tavshilin, or is everyone expected to do it by themselves? And he said, I never heard of the rabbi doing it for the community. I said, I heard of it. And then Yaakov point, brought into the conversation, that's what we do in Montreal. True? Lion's shaking his head up and down. That's what we do in Montreal. And then I took a picture of that last part where I said, we can do it for the community. So that's there right now. When the Erev Tavshilin is done, which is usually a piece of matzah, Pesach set aside, or a food, like a protein, not cakes or cookies. That's the important part. The bracha is, Baruch atah Hashem alokeinu melech haolam, asher kisham yitzhav atzivanu, al mitzvat eruv. We have been instructed regarding the mitzvah of eruv. And the Aramaic, which I'm not going to read because we don't speak ancient Aramaic as a community, but I'll read it in English, is, through this ceremony of eruv, we permit baking, cooking, warming foods, the kindling of lights, and all the necessary preparations for Shabbat during the festival. It shall be permitted for us and the people of Israel who live in this town or city, which is why I thought that there is a time where people who do the Eruv Tafshilin think of other people. Two things to say about Eruv Tafshilin. First of all, we have refrigerators. Secondly, we have things um, with timers, like stoves with timers. And thirdly, unfortunately, I'll speak for myself because I don't want to speak for everyone. Many of us, by the time we get to the last days of Pesach, we're really okay to eat leftovers for the final day and get rid of everything that's in our fridge that maybe we haven't gotten to. So I would like to challenge you to not do that. If you're able to treat the eighth day of Pesach this year, which is also Shabbat, a little bit more special. Maybe not need to create an Eruv Tavshilin because you have to cook on Friday. Take the day to be yuntiv and not cook if you don't have to because you have a refrigerator and maybe you have timers. Um, but in a time when we didn't have all of that, that's when um, the Eruv Tavshilin came from it. So I know right now at this moment, my own husband and daughter are at Savers getting some stuff, but we eat cold food anyways for the most part. But uh, that is what an Eruv Tavshilin is or an Eruv Tavshilin. And uh, if you forget to do it, I can let you know for sure 100% that members of the SLT will have our entire community in mind. 
And so that is why that is one of my favorite legal fictions up there with the regular A-Roof, because you know that if you have a community that is observant and has a lot of babies and baby strollers, that community is going to have an A-Roof one, two, three, so they can push their babies everywhere. That's all I have to say.